Hello and welcome to another episode of Money Lesson of the Day, a short podcast created to help you navigate your relationship with money. I'm Duduzi Lutuli and I created this podcast as a way to teach people that money and, fin- and financial freedom are a byproduct of how we frame money and the habits that we develop. This is my manifesto, the guideposts that help what I strive for, a way to live my best financial life right now. It's also what I turn to when I'm in my lowest financial moments and nothing seems to be going right for me. I'm not saying that you should do any of the things that I talk about in this podcast. I'm just hoping that by listening to my podcast, it gets you to start asking questions about how you use your money and that financial education hopefully starts giving you some measure of financial control because I strongly feel it's not so much about the amount of money that one has or does not have, but rather the ability to manage it, grow it, and ultimately control that money. In today's episode, I'd like to discuss minimalism. We live in a world of massive consumerism. And we are constantly bombarded by ads, both offline and online. So much so that it's very hard to get through a day without seeing one of these. It's even more difficult to ignore these constant bombardments. The overhyped advertisements, gigantic sales and discount offers make us believe that we actually want these possessions in our life. However, if we start paying close attention, we then begin to realize that we might be buying into stuff that we don't really need. Minimalism as a lifestyle is an act of rebellion against our consumerism society, and it enables people to make choices to start getting over materialism. Minimalism isn't just about living with little. It's about discovering what's truly important. Moreover, it has some quintessential benefits on your mental health. And unlike other trends that get you to buy more, more, more and consume more, more and more, what minimalism does is that it emphasizes the fact that owning less can still be fulfilling and can keep you happy. Nicodemus and Milburn filmmakers of a popular documentary uh, series called The Minimalists and leading activists of living a minimalist lifestyle promote the idea of living life with less. In their TED talk, Milburn shares that owning less means less clutter, less stress, and for me, most importantly, less debt. A life with fewer distractions can lead to more happiness. Similarly, a research study done by neuroscientists at Princeton University revealed that people's ability to concentrate and multitask decreased as the physical clutter in their surroundings increased, which resulted in reduced performance and increased stress. Having fewer items in your space actually has been proven to show a reduction in stress and anxiety. Owning less means that there is less you need to worry about and less likely and, and, and you're more or less likely to struggle with 
decision fatigue. Research studies also indicate that decluttering our space creates peace of mind, simplifies our living space, and enables us to multitask at a higher level. In this regard, one can utilize the extra time and energy that decluttering creates and redirect that extra time and energy onto self-care. We can exercise, we can meditate, we can focus on our personal relationships, all of these things which are essential for our personal well-being. Similarly, if you're embarking on a journey of minimalism, this helps you have a clear distinction between wanting less versus needing less. And this is an important distinction. This is an important aspect of an individual's decision-making process and a way forward for restructuring our lives. The process of wanting less versus needing less gives you a certain sense of value, freedom, self-control, um, and, and in, in fact, a self-control over uh, a self-control on overindulgence. Because the problem of modern society is that it suffers from a disease of overconsumption. No matter how much stuff we buy, it seems that we never have enough. We always want more. So by going through the process of letting go, this allows you to give up the superficial possessions in our lives to make room for life's most important things that will enable you to lead a satisfying life. This ideology resonates with Mary Kondo, an author of the book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, The Japanese Art of Decluttering and, organ and Organizing. She's also the host of a Netflix show, and I strongly suggest, if you have time, to check it out. It's called Tidying Up with Mary Kondo, and it promotes the KonMari method of organization, which reminds people to adhere to the, to the possessions that spark joy and hold a strong memory. Hold on to the things that really matter and add value into your life, and let go of the rest. Another intriguing aspect of minimalism is that it makes you self-aware and confident from within. People buy things because of the societal expectations around them. We engage in consumerism because of the societal expectation that tells us to acquire possessions or physical objects as it relates to the power dynamics by showcasing our class or strata in society. We feel that by owning more and showing off these possessions, we are thus should be valued higher in society. Moreover, advertising and social media have infiltrated our lifestyles and cons consumption habits to such a point that we feel compelled to constantly be acquiring more, more and more to feel a part of society. However, as we begin to declutter, we start to confront ourselves in the process. When we minimize our lifestyles and let go of our positions, we are letting go of the socially constructed or ideal versions of ourselves. And by doing this, it brings us closer 
to an authentic self, allowing us to glance at our inner self. It enables us to celebrate who we are and break free from the unnecessary holdings and garbage that society throws at us. Admittedly, the process can be challenging because you're literally rebelling against society that promotes consumerism. But breaking free from the societal pressure of acquiring more, more, more makes us stronger as we come closer to our authentic self. Finally, in closing, decluttering liberates you from the concept of a pacifier. It eliminates distractions, open ups, opens up your, your schedule, and reduces your spending, all of which will yield positive results. It simplifies the hustle bustle of everyday life, generates financial freedom, and a stronger sense of security as it allows individuals to focus on what is important. Of course, the idea of making sweeping decisions to change one's lifestyles may seem overwhelming. I'm not saying throw everything out and start from scratch. I'm just asking you to start slowly and at a very small level to start decluttering your life. We can start small by being mindful of new purchases and owning up to the reality that nobody, and I mean nobody, is happy by consuming more. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If you did enjoy the show, please feel free to share it with your friends and family. If there's a money topic that you'd like for me to cover in future, or if you need help with your personal finance or investment management needs, please drop me a mail on mduzi at lutulicapital.com. That's mduzi at lutulicapital.com, M-D-U-D-U-Z-I at L-U-T-H-U-L-I-C-A-P-I-T-A-L.com, deduzi at lutulicapital.com, or feel free to follow me on Twitter at Trust Fund Zulu. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>